Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Happy New Year! How excited are we that it is 2018? I cannot even believe how time flies. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this new year. I, everybody knows now that I, uh, well, I'm in the process of um, trying to adopt a baby that I got from foster care in 2017. The thing that I want to say about that is on January 1st, 2017, I had no idea that that was even in my future. It wasn't something that I was planning. It was something that for years I had wanted in my heart but I never took action on it. Um, For 10 years, I was literally, I mean, I'd be on red carpets at volunteer events with foster children and be like, someday I'm going to do it. Someday I'm going to do it. Someday I'm going to do it. And as it turns out, when I acquired my little jelly bean, all my friends are like, oh my God, I'm so glad you did that. You're talking about it forever. And it was so interesting to me because I mean, one, it made me go, wow, this was really the right thing to do if everybody around me is like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you finally did it kind of thing. Because it's like, you know, if if people are saying some glass, I'm so glad you finally did it, it means that I might have been annoying about it. Um, or it could have just mean that everybody else, you know, because I was so passionate about it, they believed that I was going to do it and glad that I finally took the steps. Now, I've told you a lot about the process, but I do want to say, like, Everybody is telling me that it's insane how quickly that I did it. And I did it because I decided to do it. When I finally, I'm the kind of person when I finally actually, you know, am ready to do something, I go a million percent. And my reason for saying that today is what are you deciding in 2018? I'm, I'm like curious, honestly, to know what I myself am going to decide Because I literally started the process. I decided in April that I was going to see if I wanted to do it really, really right now. And just went to a random orientation about it. And then on June 4th, actually took the first steps to get the process like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then literally just fast-tracked through the whole system. So now I'm still waiting to find out, of course, if I can adopt her um on january 25th i'll know a little bit more um but there still will no be be no guarantees at that point it's looking good but again i just want everybody to be super aware like january 1st 2017 no idea whatsoever like none and so and people know that these processes can take like a year two years or even longer so but i am sure it's because you know, when I went to that first orientation and they told me when the next set of classes would be, I was like, well, there must be a wait list for the one starting next week. And I got in the one that started next week. And then when the social worker came to my house and said it would take 120 days for her process to get to my house four times, I was like, well, we do things quicker. And she looked at me like I was insane. And she was like, I have 50 families. And I was like, okay, we'll just try. And I proceeded to send her the most positive emails you can, well, and texts, 
I mean, imagine being a social worker and getting a text from me a week after you left my house that all it said was, I'm so excited. Woohoo. You know, she's not used to that sort of energy. So she literally fast tracked me. And so I'm just wanting people to think, you know, especially with a process like that, that can be cumbersome, that the players involved get a lot of slack and things. What if we made everything so positive and became so excited about it that people become excited for you? That's my goal for 2018. Although I will admit that I have no idea what my actual goal for 2018 is yet. Um, I'm going to another vision board party on January 14th. Last year, I had in the center of mine that there will be a baby for Christmas. Instead, I got a baby for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but um, but seriously, like I, I'll figure it out by then. I'm just a little bit behind with the no sleep. But today, we are going to stop talking about me and start talking about, one, you and your New Year's resolutions and helping you come up with the New Year's resolutions, but also just set you up for the new year. I have an amazing guest Shlomo Zalman Bregman is the most followed and influential young rabbi in the world. Now, mind you, this is not a religious show. I think most of you know that I am Catholic, so we're not going down a religious path, but we are giving you a whole spiritual experience this morning. He's an internationally recognized Torah scholar, number one best-selling author, matchmaker, entrepreneur, attorney, and media personality. So it seems like he certainly does have it all. Shlomo's energetic and empowering messages currently reach over 350,000 people per week via his content on social media, New York City radio, and newspaper columns worldwide. He's also the top three most followed Jewish public figures on Facebook. Owing to his global impact, media outlets such as Huffington Post and Bloomberg Radio regularly refer to Shlomo as the Jewish Tony Robbins. Shlomo is the founder of the Jewish Executive Learning Network, a groundbreaking platform that allows him to share his wisdom and success opportunities with tens of thousands of young professionals in their 20s and 30s throughout North America each week. He's the author of Short and Sweet on the Parsha, which has been the number one best-selling Torah commentary in the world. Each of the past two years distributed internationally. And you know what? I could go on and on and on, but I just want to jump into him. <laughs> his, his resume continues for pages, but welcome so much, Rabbi. Thank you, Devin. Listen, my uh, most of that resume stuff, it's for uh, my parents to have pride, but uh, I'm just here to be a value this morning and honored to be here. Oh, thank you so much. So I'm curious about you. Do you have New Year's resolutions this year? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I always, I always, I always have things that I'm working on and goals and targets, personal, physical, financial, uh, as a husband, um, communal, uh, my impact certainly as a father, everything across the board. I want to have it all, and I want to, and I want to swing big and hit, you know, hit home runs in life. Do you mind sharing some of your tops with us? Sure. Um, every year. Um, I seek to uh, at least double, if not more, the number of people that I'm able to touch and impact in person or online or with my content each week. Um, 
Every year I'm trying to double my income. I'm always looking for ways to uh, get more done because even if I work 100 hours a week, which I often do, I don't have more time. So I'm always looking for ways to upside leverage resources so I could spend even more time with my wife and children. Um, and uh, I, I basically want to help as many people as I can be their happiest, holiest, healthiest version of themselves and smile like you know you and I do. <sighs> and so what in terms of doubling your income for instance or doubling your followers what does that mean in terms of the action steps you're going to take sure so um what i would tell you is that um there's you know i'm almost always able to hit my annual goals and targets and there's about three approaches that i use and i use them in tandem uh number one I'm very committed. I'm big into this. I write down my goals and targets every single morning in a spiral notebook. I don't even type them. I literally write them down, whether it's family goals or health goals or financial goals, et cetera. I write them down, pen on paper, six days a week. Um, I personally, I'm not a big believer that making just a mental or written statement at the beginning of a calendar year, it's enough to keep your goals fresh and in front of you you know, day to day as, you know, as the year grinds on. And I think that's the number one reason that most people fail miserably with their new year's resolutions and, and hitting their targets in general. Okay. So you with me so far? So that's number one. I'm a big writer. Okay. You know what, actually, can I interrupt you for a second? So it's your I show, anything you like. <laughs> uh, well, I completely agree with this, except that I read them every day instead of write them every day. And I think that either way works perfectly well for me, I have what I call a vision statement, and it's basically it covers every area of my life. And from I want a closet that makes me feel my prettiest, because sometimes my closet gets overwhelmed with like stuff that I don't wear. And mm. it's, you know, I think that when I wake up every morning and read my vision and passion and purpose, and it tells me harmoniously like what I want to be doing every day. It helps me actually stick to those goals and not get stuck in minutia of like dumb things that I don't care about. So I love that you write yours every day because I think it has, you know, the same impact and it's just a different way, whether your style or my style, I think both really could work for people this year. And when people are doing this, I'm sure you agree, but I, I just want people to caution to keep it all super positive. So you noticed I said my closet makes me feel like my prettiest self effortlessly. And I'll say things like I weigh 127 pounds. I don't really weigh that little, but, um, but I'm, it's not like I'm going to continue to lose weight. It's I'm going to weigh 127 pounds because that's the dream, the happiness, the positivity putting out there. Totally. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I think your approach certainly would work. I think the key thing is to keep your goals fresh and in front of you, whether you're producing them with pen to paper, you know, um, almost every single day or visually in front of you. I think that's a key thing. And, and totally in terms of keeping it positive, I write sort of what I want, where I want to go, what I'm uh, aiming for. And I express it in the in the affirmative sense, not I don't want this, I don't want that. I think you have to put out there to yourself in the world what actually do, do you want in a positive sense too. 
Yeah, I think it's that's I'm glad you said that and reiterated that because I've had so many clients who when they go to write these things down, like the people that I'm weight loss coaching who are stuck, some people can't even they don't know how to change them to the positive. So if you're having trouble with that, anyone, like feel free to email us or call in or if anybody wants to call in and discuss their goals, we're totally open. Um, In the new year of 2018, I hope people are going to ask me more questions and be more interactive. But um, again, I find that people can be stuck, like they don't even realize. So be super, super careful that it's all like really the positive spin on what you're looking for. Absolutely. I love it. I'm with you, Devin. Okay, so before I interrupted you, you were going to head to number two, which I'm dying to hear. <laughs> okay, no, no, it's it's terrific. This is perfect. So, so um, the second thing is, um, I openly tell uh, anyone who will listen or is interested or who asks me, what are my goals and targets, and what do I hope to achieve, you know, over the course of the next year. Um, in fact, I invite actively these people you could call them accountability partners you could just call it a spouse or a friend to call me out on it at the end of the year if i come up short <laughs> um wow. I, yeah I'm, I'm i'm actually very comfortable with that because um um you know it's very nice in theory if each and every one of us will wake up every day in the mood and be passionate and just on fire to do the right thing 365 and you know whether we feel like it or not sometimes uh sometimes we need a little bit of external motivation and pressure to you know to squeeze that juice out of us and get us to be our best and it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it's nice if it comes from the inside, but sometimes it's not enough. So I think it's great to create that external pressure in a positive sense that will, you know, motivate you to act in conformity with what you've already told everybody else. You know what? That's another one that's super brilliant. And actually, I had a client who I made do this. She was having so much trouble that I had her take a friend who was super supportive and give her permission every Sunday to like really harass her if she wasn't doing what she said she wanted to do in the beginning of the year. Um, mm. You certainly don't want to put your husband on this because you will end up hating him or your wife. Oh. <laughs> um <laughs> But if you have a friend who you know, like you believe with every ounce of your being that is super, super supportive of you and your goals, the greatest thing you can do is actually ask that permission, ask that person like so, so deeply to like every week, please, please, please push me and call me out when I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. And I find that that can be extremely helpful and motivating. So I love that. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, all the way. Totally. Cool. And then you said there's a number three. Yeah. So, uh, so in terms of number three, and I would argue that's, you know, it's perhaps the most vital step is I think a person needs to undertake Titanic massive action in furtherance of their goals. In my life, where I've rarely met an entrepreneur, a parent, a business owner, or just about any human being who correctly estimates at least initially how much work and effort and sweat it's going to take to accomplish your goals. The fact that we're super enthusiastic about it doesn't mean the rest of the world is going to be and that the world's going to fall into place behind us or our family will or our children. And um, so I think a person needs to take huge action since everybody's grossly underestimating. Specifically, there's a phrase that I live by. I tell people who turn to me for advice and they tell me what their strategy is. I say, 
go add some zeros to it. In other, in other words, there's not any like one thing you could do that'll be big enough to get you the results you want. You know, you want to lose weight, you go to the gym one time, sweet, but add some zeros. You did it a hundred times, a thousand times, you know, you're getting somewhere. And the same with marketing, sales, business, clients, time with your children, your wife, your husband, whatever it is, add some zeros to it because the way life works, it's a noisy planet and you need huge action to push through the personal resistance and you know, what you get from everybody else who's so busy to get what you want. You know what? I'm glad you said that too, because I do think there's an air of, Oh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg got good. He had one idea and poof, look at his empire. And you know, like, phenomenons like next food network star it used to be in la that people would think they'd go you know get a headshot and they were an actor and everybody would make fun of it well now everybody you know takes a few iphone videos and thinks they're going to be the next whatever and what people don't realize is those people work so hard like even the instagram people who look like fluff Honestly, like I was at an influencer thing and this woman was like, people can't call themselves an influencer if they take Saturdays and Sundays off. Like you need to be taking photos at all time, all day. And that's honestly part of the reason that my Instagram following isn't as strong as like my actual, I want to say like fan base or whatever. I hate the word fans because I don't, I want people who are super, I guess, who believe in what I do, I guess maybe that's called a fan, but it seems fluffy to me. But anyway, like I'm not willing to do that every single minute of every day because I want my life and I want balance also. Um, but when we come back, so we have to go to break now, but when we come back, I really want to talk about like busting the myth of that overnight success. And then also an article that I found this week that kind of changed me. And then we're going to get a lot more Tony Robbins type info. Um, I, I want to know why you uh, are hailed the Jewish Tony Robbins. So stay tuned, everyone. This is going to be a good hour. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. 
My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with Rabbi Bregman. Um, we are talking non-religious motivation for the new year. Um, I am Catholic. He's obviously Jewish. And I wanted to get some heads together on different uh, sides of things. But as I said, this is not a religious show. Um, so just before the break, we were talking about goals and motivation and all these amazing resolutions that we've all made and how to really stick to them and get the most of things. The one thing that I was talking about as we were going to break was the fact that people now have this, and I'm sure you've seen this rabbi, like this notion that if things can happen overnight and you can go from zero to a zillion basically because of a Facebook post or because of this or that. And yes, it does happen the way people win the lottery, but becoming that overnight sensation on Facebook or having that series or things are, are just the same as winning the lottery. So you really need strategies and goals within your resolutions and the expectation as Rabbi said, to add zeros to everything. If you think that, you know, you're going to the gym to lose weight, doing it once isn't going to work. It's going to be a million times. And that's the same with anything. Although that said, like balance is also super important. And that's one of the things that I'm really working on. And if people haven't seen it yet on my Facebook page, I believe it was like three days ago, two days ago, three days ago, I posted this article about a woman whose husband died at 34 years old. She was 31, wasn't expecting, obviously, to lose a husband in that age. And she's like the 40 things that she learned um, that she really lives by. And honestly, it brought me to tears because I'm a person who's always worked too much. So for me, part of the resolutions in balance this year is having it all, but not, you know, not working so much that I overvalue that and not um, working out so much that I hate working out. And so that's sort of where we are today. Um, now, meanwhile, Rabbi, you have, I know, been hailed the Jewish Tony Robbins so many times. I would love to hear one of your most inspirational, like what was one of the stories that inspired someone to call you that? <laughs> sure. Um, so it, it basically that seemingly got started a few years ago. Someone was uh, who's a host for uh, Bloomberg Radio um, was just watching one of my videos on YouTube. Um, you know, the honest truth is, I never intended from the beginning to try to impact millions and millions of people a year. That was never my goal. I always just tried to help 
the person in front of me as best and as deeply and as thoroughly as I could. Um, about six years ago, I was once giving a, a class in Manhattan and uh, someone said, hey, can I film it? I'm like, yeah, sure, I don't mind. I mean, uh, you, can, you can film it. And then, uh, and then I found out the next day he had put it online and oh. then people started messaging me saying, you know, this is, this, is, uh, this is great stuff. Can we put it on this website, that one? And that sort of started to take off from 10 to 100 to 1,000, you know, and it, and it just kept growing. Um, you know, when you're talking about overnight success, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they think, oh, I, I started something. I don't have 10 million people automatically. I quit. You have to realize if you can get 10 and they like it, you could jump to 100. If you can get 100, they like it, you can get to 1,000. But anyway, in short, someone discovered me on uh, YouTube and then he started looking at me. Who the heck is this guy? And he said, wait a minute, he's written a book. I see him uh, speaking engagements. He's speaking about entrepreneurship. He's a practicing attorney. He's in the media. He's, uh, you know, and all of this. He, and so he, he hit me up. And he said to me, he's like, dude, who are you? All I know is you look like the Jewish Tony Robbins. I mean, I'm 5'11". Yeah. And, and that's just sort of how it uh, started. And then when he had me on his show, he started calling me that. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of stuck from there, just from trying to help the person in front of me. That's all. Right. So I'm curious what the content was of the video that the class you taught. Yeah, um, I was speaking about uh, dating, uh, relationships, uh, men, women, dynamics, and trying to sh shed some deeper insight into what makes us tick and why we do what we do. Um, it's very easy to see the man or the lady that you're with, your partner, your significant other, and think he's a jerk, she's rude, he doesn't get me, <laughs> you know, uh, she's not providing for my emotional needs. But people um, are complicated. And there's a lot of times, I would say, deeper wisdom and spiritual energy and patterns we run that help us understand why we do what we do. Most people don't make a hundred million mistakes in life, Devin. They make like two or three hundred million times. And yeah. one of the ways you, you can get people to the next level is when you begin to become an expert in pattern recognition with yourself and with other people. So I think that's what I was speaking about that turned them on and got them to go down the rabbit hole. Like, who is this Shlomo Zalman Bregman guy? I think that's what happened. Oh, cool. I love that you just said that. Like, it's, we all make one or two mistakes and um, that we repeat a million times. And it's, it's actually really interesting. I've never heard anybody verbalize that before, but even with myself, like, I recognize that immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I when when people hear it, they're like it's almost like shines a spotlight on them, like a flash. I think, ooh, that's me. And I can give you some examples of that if you're if you're interested, like sure. you know where yeah. where I see that. So okay, so you know a fair amount of the one on work I I do with people um, as my whether it's a private client of mine or just as a kindness is I help people connect the dots in their lives and see things that other people don't see or the patterns are missing. Like, so, you know, they see drama, things that don't work, but they don't see the deeper core issue going on. So here's an example. Like somebody will come to me and tell me, let's say earlier this week, five different reasons why relationship A, B, C, D, and E each failed. And everyone has their own story. This one was your late teenager. This one's your early 30s. Look, I get it, but leave it to me more often than not. I'm able to detect 
the pattern. You know, each bad man or woman that wronged you, you know, I, I get it. But like when they first came into your life, in some cases, their flaws were masked by the fact that they willingly doled out to you the love that you always craved. So you're blind to it. Like, you know, like that's one example. And the same with people who are too trusting and always get messed over in business, you know, and all those things. You know, that old expression, wherever you go, there you are from the person you didn't or didn't develop yourself into in life or you failed to become it's going to keep revisiting you because you're everywhere you go and that helps you bring your tests struggles and challenges and pains until you master them right you have a very good point so with me like i know that i sometimes work too hard and i get into that like struggle what kind of advice would you give someone like me yeah, so I, I think a person needs to become massively clear with crystal clear clarity as to what do they want to hit and attain in each aspect of their life. People ask me, how do I know what is too much time, you know, with my family? And how do I know if I'm working too hard? And how do I know? So I think, you know, the question of balance really stems from, you know, how am I able to get the most in all spheres? You know, in theory, a, a, a person can do so much of one that they're neglecting another. So I think a person's best efforts begin with understanding where they want to be and making sure that they're giving enough fuel and oxygen and nutrition to the other uh, avenues and, and categories that they're interested in, you know, in order to fuel them for, for one. But I think clarity is a big part of it also, because, you know, when you're like, let's say I be, I'm in, I'm in the New York area now, let's say I want to go from place A to B. If I know where I'm going, I can go 80 miles an hour on the highway. We can rock and roll. I could go fast. You can move fast when you have clarity and you can get more done. If you don't have the clarity, like I'm not sure where I'm going, the drive, the exit, I'm looking at ways, GPS, I got to go a lot slower. So I think part of balance could be fixed for a person that they don't have to make such tough choices. If they know exactly what they want, they can move faster and get more done in the same time. Right. And uh, I know that you're a matchmaker. Um, yeah. Do you have advice for those single people out there who've been beating their head up against walls? Uh, what, where would you start looking either with other people or with yourself? Sure. So um, I, I would say like this, P personally, my matchmaking service, um, I help people who are seeking someone that and where they're looking for a relationship that ultimately wants to result in marriage. So that's who I'm helping in matchmaking. But I would say in general, number one. You have to understand what you want. You know how many people come to me with all these stories, how they want to get married, all they've ever wanted was to get married, men and women, and deep down in their core and their gut that they don't, right? You know, they say, oh, I'm willing to be flexible. I'm willing to give, give and take. No, you're not. You don't want to, you basically have a vision of this perfect person. You're waiting to just slide into your life, move to where you are, and you could keep your great yoga class and you could keep your cute little apartment and everything else, this perfect person's gonna slide in. You know, In a real life, relationships are hard and a person has to become very realistic as to knowing who they are, uh, the competitiveness out there, and am I actually bringing to the table the stuff that my partner in life that I want is looking for? So know what you want 
and understand, you know, that, you know, everybody wants, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that, I, I want a guy like this, a lady like that. Yeah, but there's another person over there, you know, and, and you have to become the kind of person that that dream person of yours is going to be interested with because equal goes for equal in this world. Wait, so you mean I'm not going to find the perfect beach tennis playing rock star guy? <laughs> I, I, I think you have a I think you have a shot because you're Devin Alexander, but still, you know, but for, for the for the mere for the mere for the mere mortals out there, um, I think uh, enormous doses of self-awareness are incredibly valuable. Um, most people describe to me and my wife and our matchmaking team that they're looking for someone who pretty much sounds spectacular, but in truth, he or she, they could be a fine person and, and a valuable human being, but I don't think they'd be perceived by the average person who would meet them as rock star spectacular. So you know, I think a person has to uh, be flexible and open-minded. Um, so many people get stuck on online dating. They refuse to even meet anybody anymore because they see a couple pictures uh, and they read a few you know, blah, blah, blah lines. And then they think that they understood everybody and who they are from a few megapixels. They don't even give people a chance anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. It's it's funny to have this conversation now. So I've been the type who, you know, I've wanted to meet someone for a really long time. And and now, honestly, since my daughter has arrived, um, I've just been like, she's the best snuggle buddy ever. <laughs> yeah. And who I, who I needs honestly, someone now? You have a daughter. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're taken now. Yeah, I take, I mean, it's funny. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't mind meeting somebody, but I, I'm not, yeah, I'm definitely not interested in putting the effort in it takes to do online dating and, you know, feel stupid for doing it so long, to be honest, um, given the satisfaction that I'm getting from being sleep-deprived mommy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I bet you if I would have told you 20 years ago that walking around sleep deprived, would, you know, would be the greatest pleasure in your life, you never would have believed it. I probably wouldn't have, except that, you know, I'm a little used to the sleep deprivation, to be honest. I think it's funny, like this, going back to New Year's resolutions and this topic, my assistant keeps saying to me, like, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how you're doing it. And the truth is, I think when you are so excited about something, you're drawn to do it. So if you find yourself like not um, wanting to do things to live your dream, you have to really reflect on, is it one, you're a lazy person, which is probably not the case, or two, are you not passionate enough about what you're pursuing? Um, are you doing it for money or for some other goal because I mean to be honest like I'm used to this sleep deprivation at other times in my life like I remember the other day I was in the shower and I was thinking the only time in my life I've been this tired is opening my restaurants mm. <laughs> and it was like I literally went 28 days straight on only about four hours of sleep because we were just behind and you know press was going to be coming and I was so impassioned about this and we had to make sure the nutrition information was right and we got the right products and and I was just going, going, going and sleep didn't feel like, you know, I was tired for sure. And yes, I was, um, enjoying some caffeine, but, um, but it wasn't a burden. And, but if you told me that I had to work, I don't know, 20 hours a day doing some other thing, like accounting or doing something else that I personally don't enjoy at all, I would have like basically wanted to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people would. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think it's, you know, I'm sure you probably agree. It's like looking into that passion, like where that is so deeply um, to see like what your motivations are. Because again, like I love waking up with my daughter every day. You know, she's, as I said, she's a total little snuggle bunny. Like she curls up in this cute little ball on me and it's just like, <sighs> um, yeah. that it actually makes it hard for me to do work. Um, not because meaning like there's things I need to do now to, you know, move my business forward, not in a way that it's a burden, but it's like, okay, well, I really have to do that stuff too. And I would rather just look at her all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. One thing, one thing, Devin, I, if, if you permit me to add, I would tell you that, you know, success is more important than people realize. And for me, I don't define success as uh, any uh, monetary thing or public accolades. To me, success is just simply hitting a goal and achieving what you want, whether it's finishing a book or losing five pounds or having a quiet evening with your you know, loved ones that you're not being interrupted by your phone. It's very important in my, in my estimation that a person be able to hit the goals and targets that they set for themselves. When you're winning and doing well, it, it adds so much fuel to, to your tank, wood to your fire, uh, and it gives you incentive to keep going, right? Because you don't feel the exhaustion and, and whatnot. But on the other hand, it's completely draining to exert effort, to build, create, accomplish, and do, but always fall short of your goals. You know, it's, I think it's a very important in life to figure out what do I need to do to see my efforts pay off? Because ultimately, if you can't, it will drain the flavor out of life and you won't have that passion anymore. I love that. It's You're absolutely right. It's so true. And on that brilliant note, we are going to go to break. We will be right back with even more and uh, fire you up to get this year started on the right foot. Stay tuned, everyone. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. 
Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. Happy New Year. I love saying that. (laughs) Um. I am back with Rabbi Bregman. He's a matchmaker. He's been hailed the Jewish Tony Robbins. He's a lawyer. He's a mentor. He's a speaker. He's in the press all the time. Um, And we are having a great time this morning just talking about, I I don't like to say New Year's resolutions, but sort of New Year's, I I don't know, all the excitement of New Year's and um, how to move forward. Um, I think one of the things that in talking to Rabbi offline, uh, he mentioned that I really like, I'd love to hear his take on, because I agree with this too, but um, but I want to hear a spin or his spin. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I was in the right place at the right time. And they flippantly throw that off. But I don't know that there is a right place at the right time if you look at the scheme of life. What do you think, Rabbi? Yeah, um, so <laughs> my, my belief is that those people who make it in life um, and ultimately become successful is they decide what's the right place and the right time. And then they park their rear ends there for 18 hours a day of hard work. Um, You know, sure, it's cool if you out of the blue buy a stock and it happens to double in its price overnight. Yeah, that could happen. (laughs) You know, a lot of things could happen, but the vast majority of people who become successful, they don't rely on the right place at the right time. You know, they capitalize on the opportunities that come their way once they've picked the place that they want to be. And they become laser-like in their focus on taking all the necessary actions to make it work. I see, I completely agree with that because I feel like there's definitely like a right place at a right time in a moment. Um, but I think that a lot of those people who find those would have found that same thing like down the street at a different time had they not found that because, as you said, like they put all the pieces in place. Um, I'll use myself as an example. Like I basically when I was trying to get my current career off the ground, um, I happened to meet the a woman who worked at Rodale, which is the company that does like did South beach diet. They do men's, uh, health and women's health. And basically the woman was the person who put Elizabeth Hasselbeck on the view. She knew a lot of people on the view. She worked on a ton of different TV shows. And later that year on new year's Eve, back in 2004, they needed a chef to be on good morning America. And she knew of me because of meetings that I was taking at Rodale and, And she was the person who got my first book sold. She threw me. She called me and she's like, hey, do you want to be on Good Morning America? Which I consider one of my big breaks. Now, that was definitely the right place at the right time on one hand in that, you know, had I not met this woman in that moment, I never would have been thrown on Good Morning America in that way. However, I had been doing newsletters. I had been writing magazine articles. I had already made a fake demo reel. I did all these other things that 
set up that ability for that place to be a right place, I guess. Because if I had just walked in as somebody who didn't have a demo reel, who didn't write a ton of magazine articles, who didn't express interest in wanting to be on TV, you know, all of that, um, it wouldn't have mattered. Like that, as I said, that same scenario wouldn't have been right place, right time. So... Yeah, so we can't leave it all up to chance. We have to do all the legwork and then trust that there, those moments will come. Like the right time and the right place will come as a result of the work. Absolutely. De- Devin, I'm, I'm so happy we're speaking about this. I meet a lot of people who miss entirely the point that you're saying. And it has, and if they want to change their life overnight, this is something that they could work on in a practical level. You know, many people think, well, you know, when the opportunity comes, then I'm going to turn it on. Then I will become yeah. the person I'm supposed to be. But that's not how it works. If you haven't done all of the legwork already and already pushed all of your chips to the center of that table and said, I'm all in and I'm going to make this work, period. When the opportunity comes, you'll never be able to turn it on because you never became who and what you were supposed to be and the opportunity will pass you right by, you won't be able to pull it off. So timing is great once you've already said, I'm going to make it all work, period. But the timing, it's cool, but it's not anywhere near as determinative as who's going to be successful or, or not as the commitment, the clarity, the monster work ethic, which you clearly have. And getting rid of victimhood and excuse making out of your life, you already went in. When that happened, of course, you were able to rock Good Morning America because look what you had already done and become. Oh, thank you. You know, I love the analogy of putting your chips in. You're so, so right. Um, I, I never thought of it in that way, but it's true. If you're sitting with your chips, like all huddled by you, um, and you get the right cards, it doesn't matter. You know, you're not going to get the big payoff. Yeah. I don't know if people have heard, has, have you, have you heard of the book, The Luck Factor? No, I, I haven't. What, what's the book about? It's actually a super cool book for people to read. Um, so, Basically, you know, a lot of people walk around going, oh, I'm not lucky. I've never won anything. I'm not lucky. I never win anything. And and then someone turned this on me once and is like, do you play? Like, I'm not the person who calls into the radio station. I'm not the person who fills out all the surveys. I'm not that person. And so I have no right to be like, I'm not lucky. Because the truth is, I'm not playing. And it's like, are you playing in life? And you know, again, same thing. Are your chips in the middle of the table? It, it was really eye-opening. I never walked around and was like, I'm not lucky. I, I, I've never been negative like that. But the truth is, like, even though I wasn't super negative, reading that book, like, changed me because it's like, yeah, there is, you have to create luck and make the availability there. And I think that's, like, if, if people take away one thing from this today, I hope it's that. You know, yeah. create the luck and Absolutely. create the ability for luck to find you. Mm, I love it. Well said. Well said. Yeah. So um, I know you talk a lot about quitters and how much you, you know, people can't quit, as we all know. What do you tell people when they're on the verge of quitting? Like, how do you, what couldn't someone do to, like, make themselves stop, especially if that's a pattern? 
Yeah. Um, well, I would say number one is that I've always had a deep admiration in life for people who've suffered and gone through pain and adversity, but never quit. I mean, my life is not perfect today. And uh, it, it's been even more imperfect in the past. I've had, uh, you know, times even a couple of years ago where I was, you know, financially super strapped to the point. I'm not talking about not being able to afford a new Beamer, like to the point that I almost didn't have food for my, my wife and kids. I mean, that's like a level of like, life is hard, you know? Um, so I've always deeply admired people who've gone through stuff and don't quit. Um, and people who have a lot of pain in their heart, but are still striving to, to have that next level living. Um, I think a lot of people, I tell them that if they were destined to fail, they'd have already been defeated. But the fact that they're still here and standing, it's a sign they're going to make it in the end. And I can almost always promise them that, but as long as they don't quit. And, and sometimes um, in my own life, a long time ago, mostly, I thought about throwing in the towel. But it's like when you're in the house, if you throw in the towel, what does that get you? It just gets you more laundry. You know, if you yeah. quit, you still got your problems and now you quit too. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think quitting in uh, most instances help. I think a person needs to have a different kind of thinking, examine their beliefs. Certainly if they're small or limiting, re-examine their actions. If you change your beliefs, You'll probably change your actions, and that'll change your results. It's, I think of it with the, the, the letters BAR, B-A-R. Your beliefs lead to your actions, will lead to your results. So you got to examine what you think and come up with a new strategy. But don't make more laundry. We all have plenty of it in the hamper, you know? Don't quit. Yeah, and, like, let's raise that bar in 2018. Yeah, I oh, love that. nice. You know, and it's funny, I'm going to do a throwback to one of my guests, Kaylin Ellsbury. For those who who don't know her, she is an amazing powerhouse who's also insanely gorgeous. If I uh, didn't like men, I would like her for sure. (laughs) Um, She is, when she was a young child, she's living with cystic fibrosis. And when she was a young child, she was only given until seven years old to live. Um, she blessed me with her presence on the radio show, like you are doing today. And, um, at 30 years old, uh, she recently had, well, actually she was 29 at the time. She recently had her 30th birthday party, but talk about somebody who fights and moves on. She's about to go on on a speaking tour, which I mean, she could be worried that, well, I could end up in the hospital as she does um, quite frequently, um, at no fault of her own and has, she's been doing her entire life, but she just keeps moving as if she has no constraints that, I mean, obviously she has to be careful about her diet and things like that. And you know, things she can control, but the rest of it, she's like, I'm going on tour. I'm not going to die. Like the rest of my friends have in the hospital. And, and, um, she's just such an amazing, amazing, amazing person to be around, to watch that. And, uh, her 30th birthday, she called the party of a lifetime because she never thought she was going to make it to 30. <laughs> oh, wow. That's an incredible story. And uh, sounds like she, she has a lot to offer the world. I wish her so much success. Yeah. Um, so we only have a few more minutes here. So before we get cut off, um, and we'll do a little more after, but I want to know how people can find you, how they can follow you, how so you can work on your goal of uh, doubling your impact this year, which you started on, uh, I'm sure you started yesterday or the day before, but also today in reaching through my audience. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Devin. Yeah, so um, on every platform, I could be found with just my name, uh, which is Shlomo, S-H-L-O-M-O, 
Middle name is Zalman, Z-A-L-M-A-N, Bregman, B-R-E-G-M-A-N, on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube, one. And on every place, I'm Rabbi Bregman, RabbiBregman.com, Facebook.com forward slash Rabbi Bregman, same on Instagram, YouTube. I'm easy to find a smiley, nice person, a good dude, a big heart, and I'm easy to find. Cool. And uh, I'm curious what you are most passionate about right now. What am I most passionate about um, in terms of this coming new year or the week? What do you, what do you want to know exactly? I just want to know. I do. I, you spill the beans. I just want to know what's, what's the passion in your heart right now? I always find this interesting from my, my guests. Now, the, the, I would say the biggest passion in my heart right now uh, is to continue to plow through. Um, I've been grinding in the direction that I've wanted to go uh, in terms of my ultimate impact of reaching tens of millions of people a week. Every year I've been taking a quantum leap forward uh, and I'm very, very close to being able to add some zeros to that. So um, after seven years of grinding, sweat, tears, working almost 100 hours a day, six days a week to better people's lives, um, it's so close that I can almost taste it. Actually, I kind of can, and it's calorie-free, you know? Yeah. So um, that's, what, that's a big part of the fire in my belly on a professional level. Cool. And in the last two minutes we have, I would love to hear what you do to stay fit. What do I do to stay fit? So my wife and I, and you know, we, we live in a, a beautiful upscale uh, building that has a state-of-the-art gym uh, in there. So um, ah. I go in there, whether for weights or for the cardio as much as we can, number one. Number two, um, I have a, a regular old-fashioned style pedometer that's uh, on me um, almost every single day. Um, and I'm trying to hit at least 20,000 steps. 20,000? Ooh. Yeah. A day because I, like I walk around, I pay some full of energy, and uh, my wife basically also is uh, has us on a uh, basically an almost completely uh, vegan, plant based kind of style diet, and uh, she take my wife Sasha Bracha takes uh, enormous care of us on our nutritional level. So I would say that and uh, a lot of happiness in my life and and staying uh, in motion keeps me forty years old, but people think I look thirty, so it's good enough for now. It's working. Nice. So 20,000. How did you, uh, you live in New York City, right? Yeah. Yeah. I live here in the, in the city, in the area. Sure. I've been here since 2006. Sure. And you're able to get the 20,000 steps in, in this freezing cold even, or is that? Um... Uh, yeah. Well, so, so what happens is um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pacer. Uh, what I mean, you know, like I, I like walk around. So let's say, you know, I might take our baby in a, in a baby stroller and take her for a walk. Um, so I could do, but I could, you know, so that's a way I can spend time with her and I get in the walk or I can return four hours of phone calls, everybody looking for me five minutes each and I could walk around or do stairs at the same time in a building, even when it's cold. There's, there's no, you know, if your person wants to get it done, there's no shortage on ways you could get it done. And if you're not interested, whatever your goal is, there's no limit to the number of excuses you'll come up with. That is so true. I love it. I love the multitasking. I love your closing line as uh, there's no shortage of excuses if you want them. Thank you so, so much for joining us, Rabbi. I'm so excited that you were able to be a guest today. And everyone, have the most magical year. If you need any help, reach out to me. Obviously, um, I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, I'm obviously on Instagram. but um, Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. D-E-V-I-N. I will look forward to seeing you all soon. Happy New Year, everyone.
Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.